Gemara Yibamot Daf Chet Al Masechet has been dedicated for the full recovery of Washelema of Shimon Ben Simcha El Narefanalo El Narefanalo El Narefanalo Refat Nefesh Urfat Guf Urfat Okeru Balabo Vechen Yiratzom Nomar Amen. So we're on Daf Chet Rabotai and we are again in a very long sugya that will end today, but the sugya is over here. How do we know that if an erva, an existing erva falls to the yavam, so that erva is forbidden to the yavam, not only is the erva forbidden, but the tzara, the co-wife, the co-wife's co-wife, etc. The Gemara quoted a pasuk by a hot isha. Hot isha is his wife's sister. The wife's sister is uh, an erva, and the Torah used the language over there, aleha, Aleha is a word that's also used by Yibum to come and teach us that uh, when a wife's sister falls to Yibum, to the Yabam, it's going to be Isud. And the Litzror, the Pasuk said, and teaches me also that the um, co-wives will also be uh, Asud. So we have a, basically a Pasuk. We'll call that Dirashah, the Dirashah Aleha. That's what the way Gemara refers to, the Dirashah Aleha. And then once we say Ahotisha, it comes to teach us all Arayot are equal to that, and therefore that's uh, going to be forbidden. And Gemara came along and said, what do you need this for? What do you need to tell me that it's forbidden? Uh, meaning I would have thought maybe it would be Mutar, obviously. That's why I need a Pasuk to come and tell me that it is forbidden. So in the end of yesterday's Gemara, we said yes, because we would have used the principle of Ho'il ishtari ishtari, which is Ula's principle. Ishtari ishtari means that <coughs> Once already we will matir uh, one item, so therefore it takes everything with it. So the basic sheet, uh, logic was that we saw by a mitzorah, for example, on his eighth day that became a baal keri. So since we said that the on the eighth day of the mitzorah he's allowed to go to harabayit, and then he became a baal keri, and a baal keri is really not allowed to go to harabayit. But we said, since he's allowed to go to Harabayit, Medin the Mitzorah, so we'll allow him to go to Harabayit as well, even though he didn't have Erev Shemesh by his Keri. That means he went to the Mikveh, but he didn't have Erev Shemesh. So he'll be Ishtari Ishtari. Once already we matir him to go to the, to the Beit HaMikdash, to Harabayit, in order to put his fingers in the uh, Azara, in order to get sprinkled on, so we let him go, even though he's a Baal Keri. That was the principle of Ishtari Ishtari. And therefore, what I wanted to say, I would have said the same thing, since already we're being matir eshet ah. You're already being matir in erva over here. Every yibum is eshet ah. That's normally an erva. So this happens to be an eshet ah, that's a sister. That's eshet ah, that's a daughter. Ishtri, ishtri. Once already we're matiring the erva, we're matiring the erva. That's what we left off on yesterday's again. And that's why you need aleha to come along and say, no. That's a, a review at yesterday's uh, as piece. Now the Gemara begins. Is it really analogous, this case of Yibum to Ula? It's not analogous. Why? Yibara says, Tina hecha de nasa met nasa hai. I understand if the met, the met is always going to be the brother that obviously died, right? So therefore, if the guy died first, the met, and then we'll call the highs the Yabam. And the Yabam then got married to his wife's sister. 
Again, get the case. If you want to tell me the case is the myth, the guy died, no problem. And then after he died, the living brother that was supposed to make Yibum, he went and married his wife's sister. So then I could say what? That already she fell to him. Since she fell to him already, because already uh, he died, then there's a problem, there's a situation of Yibum. So already you're being matir eshet ach, demigu de ishtare isur eshet ach, when the brother died, ishtare name isur achotisha, that came afterwards. That means eshet ach came first, because the brother died, and then he married the wife. Now he shouldn't have done it. Okay, but the marriage is still a marriage. The point is, in that case, I understand that Eshet Ach came first, and that'll drag in and Matir Achotisha that came afterwards. But if the living brother married the girl first, met, and then already the met got married secondly. So therefore, what Isur Achot Isha Kadim? Achot Isha came first. <laughs> so and therefore, how do you come along and say Ishtri Ishtri? Ishtri Ishtri would be what? That once already you have Eshet Ach first, that is Matir Achot Isha. But in this case, where the Achot Isha Isur came first, finished that standing already be Isur. So we don't say ishtri ishtri in such a case. And then the Gemara doubles down and says, Va'afilu nasa met na And even if you want to say the met got married first. Tinach hecha de nasa met. I understand maybe in the case, the nasa met and he got married, umet, and he died. So there will be much to see boom over here. That means eshet ach is literally being mutad, because not only did he get married, he died. And therefore, Eshet Ach is here. And we're being matirit. And then the living brother got married to the sister. There I see already, there was a heter, there was an ishtini of Eshet Ach. And then he married the sister. So there I could say, ishtini, ishtini. Because she was permissible to him in the interim. Before he married his wife's, the, the Yibama's sister, there was a time where it was mutar. The met got married. He died. Right there, she's mutar. Eshet ach is mutar. Then he married the sister. There I understood Eshtri Eshtri. There was a moment where it was permissible. Ela nasa met velomet. But in the case where the, the guy who ultimately is going to die, he got married to one of the girls, and he didn't die yet. Ve'akak nasa hai, and then the living brother married the sister. Lo ehzilie klal. There was never a moment where it was Eshtri. Because he's still alive. And therefore, the two sisters come first, even in that case. It's a potential, you're right. But nothing happened yet. So that's not a case of Ishtari. Ishtari had to come along and tell me where something was activated. But if the brother got married, the guy who ultimately is going to die. And then the other living brother got married. So all you have now is what? Two sisters. And therefore, where's the Ishtari over here? So they were thinking, but I was really asking, what's the case that you're being matir? If you wanted to make a similar analogy to Ula's case that we learned yesterday with the Baal Keri, Milo Modi Ula, wouldn't Ula agree? Sheimra Akeri Belel Shemini. Let's say the guy, we're talking about the Mitzorah, let's say he saw Keri not on the eighth day 
when he was already Ra'ui to go to Harabayit, because it's the eighth day. Let's say he saw Kiri on the night before, where he was not even Ra'ui to go to Harabayit. So therefore, She'en machnish yadav lebehonot. He cannot go the next day. We don't say Ishtari, because there was no Ishtari over here yet. The eighth night, he can't go to Harabayit even as a Mitzorah. He can only go the next morning. She'lo he did not see the keri, or not go to the mikveh, I should say, for the keri, or, or see the keri at a time when he was la'ui to bring the korban. When do we say ishtari? If he was on the eighth day and he saw keri. So therefore, since on the eighth day already he had a hetel to go to the azara or to the harabayit, so we'll, we'll waive the keri rule. We'll say he went to the mikveh, okay, ishtari, ishtari, the mitzvah, ishtari, the keri. But that's only when he was la'ui. But if he was not Ra'ui, he saw Kedi the night before, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't yet activate the Ishtari of Harabayat to say that we'll allow Kedi. And therefore, that doesn't happen till the next thing, which is the Kedi came first. So therefore, L'cha'ora, in a case where the, the brother who ultimately died got married, fine, there's no Yibum at that point. And then the other brother, living brother, married the sister. There's no Yibum at that point. There's no Ishtari at that point. <laughs> and then he died. Achot Isha came first. Achot Isha came first. not going to help you to be matir eshet ah. So then we don't know exactly what are you trying to tell me that we're working over here with a havamina of ishtari. It's not going to work in all cases. So to that, the Gemara says, ki itzterich aleha. You're right. I only need the chitush of aleha for a specific case. What case? Hecha denasamet. The met obviously got married first when he was alive. Vamet, and then he died. So Yibum was activated midin eshet ah vehagak nasahai, and then the living brother got married and became achot isha. So what came first? Eshet ah, good. Eshet ah came first. That's the ishtiri, and who in the ishtiri eshet ah, which was mamash activated because the brother died, and then he married. Achot Isha, which he shouldn't have, by the way, but nonetheless, the marriage is a marriage. Of course, he shouldn't marry Achot Isha when his dad, she's a Zikukah, she's, she's coming to him. What is he marrying uh, his wife's sister? Okay, now she says he did it anyway. He did it wrong, but it's still a marriage. The point is, she now becomes an Erva. But since the Eshet Ach came first, the Ishtri, so that's what I let. It's coming to, to limit that, to, minim, to tell me the Hadush in that specific uh, case. Look at the Rashi over here. That she will say, okay, we read one Rashi over here. This is the the, the, the Rashi that we said uh, we said before. Ela nasa met velo met, right? Let's say the, going back to the Gemara. Let's say the met got married and he didn't die, and then in the interim the brother married the sister. In that case, we don't say ishtri ishtri. There was no yibum yet. There was never a heter. There was never a yibum in effect over here. If he saw Kiri the night of the eighth, he cannot put his hands into the into the into the harabayin. Mahar lebeonot mishum keri the meakem alei keri is 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 limiting him. Who in velo yatsam mitzurato he never left his saraat l'shaa hadeuya lahabat korbanotav. So then we don't have an ishtari of saraat. The kodem shehutar mitzurato baalav keri, which would be the similar case that if if he got if the guy got married the man got married 
And then before he died, the brother got married. So therefore, there was never a hetet of Yibum over here. It started with Ahot Isha. So therefore, the Gemara says, you're right. The case that we have to say, Aliyah is coming to Mehadesh is where the brother got married. And then he died. And therefore, you have a hetet of Eshet Ah. And then the brother that was alive married the sister first. So now that Yabama becomes an Erva. So I would have said, well, once she had a Sha'at Heter, she was Hazia, meaning because when the brother died, she fell, so she had a legal Heter. I, she's Isur Ervana, because of Ahotisha, Ishtari, Ishtari. I would have thought it's Mutar, Kamashmalan Aleha. That, no. That's the way the Gemara says. So Aleha's coming to tell me a specific case. So the Gemara comes along and says, the Gemara comes along and says, We have another answer. Now we're going to go a different mahalach. Now this is a new story. Atya, again, what's the question here? Same question that we've been asking for the past week. What do you need aleha for? Which means, why would I think it's permissible that you need a pasuk to come and tell me that it is forbidden? Because I would have learned a hekesh from Rabbi Yonah. That what? Rabbi Yonah veti maravuna b'Rabbi Yoshua. We have a pasuk Amar Kera. This is by Arayot. Kichol Asher Yase Mikol Ha'Toavot Ha'Ele V'Nichnetu. This pasuk is coming along to bundle all the Arayot together. Whoever does any of the arayot, we call the arayot. So from there, he learns All the arayot are compared to each other, including all arayot will be similar to the erva of eshet ah, because it's putting them all in the same pasuk. And therefore, what is the pasuk coming to teach me? Ma eshet ah sharia, just like eshet ah, which is erva, but in the place of yibum, it is mutar. So to all arayot are permissible. We're not going to make a difference. That's what the pasuk says. So new, 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 new havamina. It's the hekesh. Since we have a pasuk that bundles and says kol arayot, I would say all arayot basically follow the same rule. And just like we waved ervat eshet ah in the place of yibum, so we'll wave all arayot in the place of yibum. That would be the havamina. To come along and say, no. Let's come along and see. Uh, you need the word Aleha. Why? Because if it didn't write it. I would say that a hotisha would be permissible, and for that matter, all other would be permissible. They're all are being compared to themselves. Which is over there, we bring it how much do you have to go in, enter the erva to be considered. Over. So he says, Ha'ara'a, just, you know, the, uh, you know, uh, the, 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 the atara, just uh, entering it uh, a little. You don't have to go a full bi'a. Fine, but we now will learn also, I will say, similarly, they're all compared to eshet'ah. And say what? 
She's going to ask a question, which the Gemara doesn't ask. What do you mean? We said, Eshet Ak is one erva. Once she's a hotisha, she is two ervas. She's Eshet Ak and a hotisha. So what, what, what kind of hekesh is that? So that she right away throws it and says, Oh, we have a rule. You can't ask questions on hekesh. Well, that's clear. Even though if we were learning it from a different method, we would knock it out by saying, just because you were matir eshet ah does not mean, under, mean you automatically matir achotisha. After all, achotisha has got two arayot. Achotisha ve eshet ah. But you know what? Klal gadol biyahadut. En mishimim ala hekesh. Once we have a hekesh, which we're saying all the arayot are compared to each other, it's good enough for us. And therefore, we don't ask any questions. And that's why we need aleha. So bottom line, we're finally getting closer to our answer, Rabotai. We, we have now a few answers of why the Torah needed to come and say Aleah. But the Gemara comes along and says, no, Amar Let's analyze. My chazid de akshat la achot isha akshinu le eshet ah. Exactly. The Gebarat comes along and says, all the arayot you want to tell me are what? Are compared to eshet ah. And therefore what? Just like eshet ah is mutar biyibum, so also all arayot you want to say is mutar biyibum. Wait, the ika le akshinu la achot isha. But you could have learned it, all the arayot are compared to achot isha. And Ahotisha is going to be Asurabi Yibu. My Hazid de Akshat la Ahotisha. Why did you think that you're going to compare it to Ahotisha uh, and therefore say that it's Asura? Akshinu le Eshet Ah. Which means, why don't you uh, compare it to Eshet Ah and therefore make it permissible? Midrashi. Rashi comes along and says. Mechti, kol arayot de matnitin, all the arayot of our Mishnah, all of them, the 15 that we mentioned in the Mishnah, ika la akshunu le eshet ah. I can either learn and compare them all to eshet ah, and if I learn them to eshet ah, what would that mean? It would be bati diyibum. Vika la akshunu, or I could have compared them what? Tachot isha, de asli diyibum. Okay, de parat bakra aleha. Okay, because in that pasuk of achot isha, it says aleha. So I could have compared it either to Eshet Ach, and therefore all Arayot would be Mutar like Eshet Ach, or I compare all Arayot to Achot Isha, which clearly it says over there, Achot Isha is Asura. I, I can go either way, by the way. I, got, I, I have two Arayot. One advice is Eshet Ach, that's Mutar. Another advice is Achot Isha, clearly it says Achot Isha is Asur, it says Aleha. Beautiful. So I got one Erva Mutar, one Erva Asura. Now I got the other 13 of Arayot of Mishnah. I want to compare it to one of the two Arayot. I can either compare it to Eshet Ach and say, Mutar, just like Eshet Ach is in the Ervan, Mutar, or I can compare it to Ahot Isha and say, just like Ahot Isha is Asura. Why did you compare the rest of the Arayot to Ahot Isha to say Asur, compare it to Eshet Ach and say it is Mutar? That is the Gemara's question. Od Pa'am. You have to keep in mind about that. At this point, we have two different ervas. One erva is eshet ah, 
clearly eshet az mutar b'yibum. That is yibum. And then we have another erva called achot isha, where the Torah clearly said aleha, where eshet ah, which is a type of erva, will be forbidden b'yibum. No problem. Now I got the other thirteen arayot in our mishnah. I need to compare them to something. I need to either say the 13 will be permissible like the Irvav Eshet'ah or the 13 will be forbidden like the Irvav Achotishah. Why did you jump to Isur and say they're like Achotishah? Why don't you jump to Heter and say they are Mutar? Gemara says two answers to that question. All right, <laughs> we have a rule. If you can compare something and you have two options. One is the lenient option, and one is the most stringent option. You go and take the stricter option. And therefore, since we have a heter and isur over here, I will take the isur option over the heter option and learn it from achotishat to say that it is asur. All right, that's the rule of when you have options in hekesh. Iba etema. Achatre isure. Achatre isure. Utre mitre yalfinan. Abalacha. Hada isura. Utre mehada lo yalfinan. Right. I have a kish. So when you're making a kish, you want to compare apples to apples and not apples to oranges. That is what a hekish is. I want to compare like things. Now, if you're comparing achot uh, isha, uh, uh, well, achot isha, what is its properties? It's got two arayot over there in Yibum. Achot isha in Yibum is Achotisha and Eshet Ah. It's got two items. So therefore, I will compare the Arayot of my Mishnah that also have two items. They're the Erva and Eshet Ah. So I will compare two to two. But I'm not going to compare the Arayot of my Mishnah that have two Ervas to Eshet Ah, which is only one Erva. So therefore, again, if I have a choice to make a Hekesh, I'm going to compare it to the more like item as opposed to the less similar item, and therefore the Arayot and Mishnah in a Yubum situation, which will have two Ervas inherently, are compared to Ahotisha by Yubum, which also has two Arayot inherently, as opposed to Eshet Ah, which will only have uh, one. That's the Gemara's second answer. So beautiful. So now the Gemara comes along and says, Good. Now the Gemara comes along and says, Another answer. Why I needed this pasuk of uh, Aleha. Well, actually, it's going to say you don't need it. Rava <laughs> Amar. Unbelievable now. After all this, <laughs> we're trying to say, what do you need the Aleha for? We're giving reasons. Rava comes along and pulls the rug from under us and says, guess what? This whole derasha that we've been struggling for for the past week and a half, Rava Amar Erva lo But guess what? You don't, you don't need a pasuk. You don't need a pasuk to come and tell me that Irvaza Surah. So take Aleha and put it in Geniza, at least for this point. Why? Yibum is an Aseh. Erva is a Lot Aseh Bokaret. Game over. En Aseh of Yibum, Dochet Lot Aseh Bokaret. So therefore, there's no way I would ever think. That the ervaz can be mutar be yibum. The asin yibum is not strong enough to push away the lot asin that has a karet. So they find, I, I, I know it's asun just from the principles, from the rules. So what's the pasuk then coming to teach me then? So the Yabarah says, Estarik le mesar tsara. 
the pasuk is only coming to tell me the co-wife is going to be asura, that if the brother is married to two wives, one of them is an erva, well, the erva, we know he cannot marry, because that's en karet. But what about the co-wife? The co-wife is not an erva to him. That's what the pasuk comes along and says, that the co-wife is asura. So the pasuk is coming to tell me, the Gemara says, wait, the erva lo kra. What are you telling me? The Ervat doesn't need a Pasuk. We learned in the Braita above. The famous Braita of Aleha. He. I only know from the Pasuk. He. That she's going to be forbidden. Mishum So that's Gabbara's asking. So from that it sounds like what? In the, in the Braita it sounds like. I only know from the word Aleha that she's forbidden. It sounds like I learned from the Pasuk that she is forbidden. The Ervat. You're telling me you don't need a pasuk. But the Braitha didn't say that. The Braitha, Rabbi, you can't argue on a Braitha, by the way. <laughs> Rabbi, you can't come along and argue on the Braitha. The Braitha said, from the word Aleha, I learned what? Shihi Asura, which means the Erva. So it sounds like we're learning it from the pasuk itself. So the Gabbara says, Mishum Tsarata. That's not Davka. The reason why we said that is to get to the Tsara. That's the real item that we're learning from the, uh, from the pasuk. So the Gebra says, what do you mean? Vehaketani. Furthermore, we have in the Braita, after it came along and said, all Arayota compared to Ahot Isha, the Braita said, Enli Elahen. Same thing. We only know from this Pasuk, Hen, the Arayot themselves, all the 15 Arayot. So again, it seems like what? From the Pesukim, we're learning this, not from a, uh, a, a logic. The Gebra says, no, Mishum Sarotehen. Which means you're right. You don't need a a, a, a pasuk for the for, for 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 them, not for Hotisha and not for the other arayot. I only need the pasuk for the tzarot. Okay, so the Gemara is saying all, all that was coming Zlatavka. The main thing you need the pasuk is for what the rival wives, the co-wives. Comes the Gemara and says, "What are you talking about, Rabba? Tashema Rabbiomer. We have a brayta. We have a pasuk here, by the way, by Yibum." Let's get the pasuk. Yebama yabo aleha ulkaha lo leisha veyibema. Okay? So yebama yabo aleha. Yebama is what a matike. Yebama, yabam shela. The yabam, her yabam, yabo aleha will go with her. Ulkaha. Belakah ota. And he will take her. Leisha. Veyibema. And he will make yibum. So the Gemara says, Velakah ulkaha. It doesn't say Velakah, which the Pasuk could have said simply, Velakah. It didn't say that. It said ulkaha. Vibim, which is a simple way of saying he makes you boom. It doesn't say that. Vibima. Vibima sounds like it's coming to exclude. It's coming to exclude. In this case, he makes a likicha and a yiboom as opposed to another case where he does not. The extra letters are coming to tell us there's an exclusion over here. What is the exclusion? Le'esor sarot va'arayot. One is coming to tell me that you can only make Yubum in this case, but not in the case of Erva. You can only take her in this case, but you cannot take the Tzara, meaning of Erva. Basically, what do we see over here? We have Pesukim that are telling me the Erva and the Tzara Zasura. 
Rava, you said you don't need a pasuk for the erva. But here, from the extra words, we're learning that the erva is a surah. That is a pasuk. You told me you don't need it. The Gemara says, Emma, no. Explain the blight of Rabbi like this. Le'esor tsarot shel arayot. I only need these exclusionary words to forbid, not the erva. The erva knows asur. I need these exclusionary words to be osed the tsarot of the erva. The Gemara says, wait, we have two exclusionary words here. <laughs> you have ulkaha and v'yibema. So you want to exclude tsarot, fine, but what are you going to use the other exclusionary term for? Sounds like that one will exclude that you could only make Yibum in a regular case, but not Erva. And one you could only make to a normal Tzara, but not to a Tzarat Erva. So it sounds like we're learning it from Pesukim. La Both are coming to say, <coughs> that the co-wife, the rival wife, in the place of Erba Zasura. And the other one is coming to say that it will only be Asur in the place of Yibum, the Tzara. But if, let's say, the Erba was married to a Nukhri, to a stranger, of course, now he dies. Okay, so obviously the brother uh, cannot marry the Erba, but he can marry the co-wife. Not the brother, the guy. She's, the, the Uven's daughter married the random. Okay, the Uven's the, the daughter married a random. Okay, he's nochli, we'll call it. Not a goy, he's a nochli, a stranger, not a brother. And now what? Let's give case. Not the Uven and Shimon, which would be brothers. Let's say the Uven and Hanukh. They love to use that, that guy, Hanukh, so we'll use Hanukh. The Uven and Hanukh are not brothers, okay? The Uven has a daughter, okay? Hanukh marries... Reuven's daughter, no problem. And by the way, Hanukh has another wife also. That's the tzara, fine. Hanukh dies, there's no yibum over here. Reuven and Hanukh are not brothers. Now obviously Reuven cannot marry his daughter. That's obviously, he was never allowed to marry his daughter. But he can marry the tzara. He can marry his daughter's rival. In the case where there's no yibum. And that's what the pasuk is coming to tell me. It's only talking about tzarot. Which means, you can only make yibum on legal, but not on a tzarat erva. Ulkaha, you're not allowed to take her if she was a Yibama, but in Shilobim Kom Yibum, the Tzara would be Mutar. So I need both exclusionary Pesukim to come and tell me. One, she is Isur Tzarat Erva Bim Kom Yibum, and one to tell me she is Heter Tzarat Erva Shilobim Kom Yibum. My Ta'amad, the Gemara explains. The Yibem, the Yibema. What is the yibim yibima, the extra letters on that word? Bimkom yibum hu da asura. When do we say tsarat isvaz asura? When there's a yibum taking place. Tsara shelo bimkom yibum sharia tsara. Beautiful. So therefore we have two pesukim over here. They're both coming to tell me the legality of the tsarat erva. Nothing to do with the erva. How do I know erva? En aseh of yibum dochel lo ta'aseh sheyesh bokaret. <laughs> that's how I know uh, Erva. I have Pesukim over there that's coming to exclude things? Yeah. Tzarat Erva, Bimkom Mitzvah, Shizeh Asura. I Tzarat Erva, Shalom Bimkom Mitzvah, Shizeh Mutar. Very nice. So the Gemara says, <clears throat> by the way, and I'll prove you from the Mishnah that what we just said makes sense. Why? Amar Vashem Maniti Nabi Daika. 
like Rabah. Diktani, Hamish Isra Nashim, the unbelievable point of the Mishnah. The 15 Arayot, Potrot Sarotehim. They exempt their Tsarot, their rival wives. The Ilu Peturot U Potrot Loketani. What do you mean? Why didn't it say that they themselves are Peturot? Da'irva. Why did it jump to the Tsara? It should say, the 15 Arayot, they themselves are Peturot, meaning from Yibum, and they're also Potrot, their rival wives. It doesn't mention anything about the Arayot themselves. It just says, the 15 Arayot exempt the rival, the Tsarot. <laughs> what are you telling me that for? You know why? Because I don't need uh, to tell me about the Erba. The Erba is Pashut. Nobody ever thought that the Erba would be Mutab. The only question was the Tsara. And therefore he says, what do you see from over here? Ve'ilu peturot upotrot lo ketani. Shma'amina, that the Mishnah is only coming to tell me the Hadush of the Tsarot. It's not coming to tell me the deen of the Erba itself. Like Rav said, because Rav Arva is pashut. It's en aseh duhedot ta'aseh, sheyezbo karet. Now the Gemara comes along and says, Umay shena Erva. So when it comes to Erva, you told me Rava, you don't need a pasuk. Why? Because of what? Which is an erva. Well, the tsara also should not need a pasuk. Why? Because we learned in the pasuk. What did it say in the pasuk? By Achotisha. By Ahotisha, it said the word Litzror. And what did we learn from the word Litzror? We learned that the Tzara has a deen of Erva. And therefore, Mishum de'en ase doche lo ta'ase, she yesh bokaret. It's the same principle. Which is just like you're telling me the Erva is a, is a, is a, is a lo ta'ase, she yesh bokaret. We should not need a pasuk to come and tell me the Tzara. Which means... You're coming and telling me what? That from Aleha, what was Aleha coming to teach me? I'm going back. What was Aleha coming to teach me based on this now? The Tzara. That was coming to teach me the Tzara. Wait, what do you need to come and teach me from Aleha? The word Litzror already taught us that. That she's Asura Kerva. Which means, and therefore, once you tell me she's Asura from the Pasuk of Litzror, so therefore, obviously, it's the So therefore, you don't need to teach me the tzarot from from extra pesukim. I know it's the same the same principle that you learned erva from. Read Rashi on the bottom. Rashi says, "Tzara na mer lo tivei alia kra ledrasha." The en aseh dochel lo taaseh sheish bakaret tichtiv letzror. Again, remember with that pasuk of Achot Isha, there was a word Litzror in that pasuk. The mashma, lo Achot Isha, velot sadata. Good. Uchtiv karet besof ha'arayot. And we know that arayot are all karet, including Tzror. Odpah. Arayot are all karet. Whenever the Torah calls erva, is karet. And the Torah calls the Tzror a karet. Why? Because it's part of arayot. By Achot Isha, what, what, what did the Torah say? <coughs> so wait, once you're telling me that the tzara is considered an erva, so if I don't need pesukim 
Yibama, Ulkaha, to come and tell me that the tzara is forbidden. The, you know why the tzara is going to be forbidden? Because the regular rule, En aseh dohe lo ta'aseh, she is bokaret. How do I know tzarot have karet, Rabotai? Because by ahot isha, it said the word litzror. And therefore, what does that teach me, litzror? The tzara of an ahot isha is asura, like an erva. And arayot are punishable by what? Karet. Finished. So therefore, every erva then, is a lot, every tzarat erva is what? A lot of issues, what can it? So what do you need this pasuk? Ulkaha, v'yibama. You don't need those pasukim. Go, go back to the same region, you don't need a pasuk for erva, because it's a lot of issues, what So every tzarat then turns into a lot of issues, based on the word litzror, and therefore, what are you generating these new derashot for, Rabba? Gemara says, Amar le, Rabba, barbibayu. Uh, unbelievable. We're unraveling the whole Gemara for the last week and a half, piece by piece. Now you don't even need a pasuk for Sarah either, by the way. So, Arba, you don't need a pasuk. Sarah, you don't need a pasuk either. You know why? Because it's a, it's a, and we know that it's a suit from the word Litzron, finished by Yahot Ishah, therefore all the other Arayot and the Tzarot are going to be forbidden. Rabotai, ki istarikh kira, and that which we needed, the Pasuk over there, ki istarikh kira, limishre tsara shelo bimkom mitzvah. All I needed the Pasuk is to come and tell me that the Tzara will be permissible Shelo bimkom mitzvah. My ta'ama, amar kera, because the Pasuk said, aleha. Bimkom aleha asira. Shelo bimkom aleha sharia. Very good, which means, when is the, 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 the Tzara going to be asura? The tzara will only be asura in the pasuk. Only when it's in an aleha situation. What's in the aleha situation? Aleha is a, is a buzzword for yibum. Because it says the word aleha by yibum. So the pasuk is not coming to tell me that tzarot asur. Tzarot asurot because of en aseh dochelot taaseh sheish bokareh. I, the pasuk, that, 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 that comes and says that the pasuk is coming to tell me that outside of yibum, it'll be permissible. Tap rashi, maitama kilomar. Exactly. When is the tzara going to be forbidden? But the tzara will be permissible. Fine. Very good. So according to the maskana of the Gemara, I'm just giving you the review of Rabbah according to this. Mitparshim devre Rabbah b'mashma'ut shoneh mikifi muvanam apashut. Rabbah lo et kaven lomar, like we thought above Shamila aleha, ba'al le'esor et tatsara. Originally we thought, Elvai don't need a pasuk, and aleha is, the, is coming to teach me tsara. That's the tsara is going to be. That's how we learned originally. Because we said, you don't need the pasuk for tsara. I'm sorry, for Elvai. Oh, but we have a pasuk. So we thought Abba was saying, yeah, the pasuk is coming to me, Osir the Tzara. That's Abba Mina. But now, It's coming to minimize the Isur of Tzara. That that which we know Tzara's Asura is only Bimkom Aleha. But Shiloh Bimkom Aleha, the Tzara is going to be permissible. 
Okay, Lissikum. Let's get this. I'm giving you a review now of this sugyat because we're done with this point at this point. And Sorek Bidimud Miyuchad Kedel We don't need a. If somebody asks you, you learned your Bamut, you eight pages. How do you know Erva is Asura to the Yabam? You tell them we do not need a Pasuk according to Rabbah for this. Share en Asid, Renot Asid, Shizpokaret. And therefore, that's why the Mishnah, by the way, never mentioned the Erbaz Asura. It only mentioned the Tzara. Hamilal Litzror, I'm going back. The word Litzror, which is in the Pasuk of Achot Isha, Melamedet Shesarat Erva Asura Ke Erva Atzma. Good. That's why we know Tzarur. Tzarur is Asur. Because Achot Isha, it says the word Litzror. Umemela Asura Gamhibibum. Once already, it's an erva, so she's, she's forbidden as well. Hamila aleha. So what's the word aleha coming to teach me now? Lo tzrecha kedel alamed et isun atzara. Ela kedel alamed, she isun zenwek, dafka bimkom yibum, but shalom bimkom yibum, it's going to be mutar. That is the end of the sugiya over here. Okay. Now the Gemara comes and says, Amar le Rami bar le That you're coming to tell me what? That what is the word Aleha and the Pasuk coming to tell me? Aleha is telling me that the Tzara is only Asura bimkom yibum. When there's an Aleha situation. But Shalom bimkom yibum. The Tzara is permissible. Maybe I'll tell you different. Maybe I'll say... Erva gufa shelo b'mkom mitzvah tishtiri. Why, why, why? What a habamina. <laughs> Maybe I'll tell you that that which erva is, forget about the tzara, that which erva is asura is dafka be'aleha, dafka be'yibum. But shelo b'mkom aleha, maybe the erva is permissible. Wild case. Hanoch married Reuven's daughter. Hanoch died, maybe Reuven came to take his daughter. Maybe he cannot take his daughter when it's in the Alea situation. But maybe outside of the Yaboom situation, maybe even the Elvaz Mutar. Wow, that's a that's a big one. I mean, because you're limiting that pasuk to an Aleha. So why are you only learning that Tzara is permissible? Maybe the Elvaz is permissible. Why are you limiting the uh, the, the pasuk? So that's the Gibraltar's question. I'm going to tell you about the the Gabbara says, what are you talking about? Lavka Bahomeru? Bimkom mitzvah asira. Shalom bimkom mitzvah sharia. <laughs> In a makum of mitzvah, you can't take the irva. Shalom bimkom mitzvah sharia. So the Gabbara says, wait. Amale tzara tuchiyah. The tzara will disprove that logic. Bimkom mitzvah asira. The tzara is asun bimkom mitzvah. Shalom bimkom mitzvah sharia. So you see that your kadam doesn't work. You see that something can be forbidden bimkom mitzvah, but mutar bimkom shelo bimkom mitzvah. So say the same thing by the erba. Amar le. So he tells me barhama alecha amar kera. Regarding your claim, the pasuk comes along and says behayeha that you cannot take a wife's sister as long as she's alive. And what is Behaya coming to teach me? Kol Shebehayeha. As long as she's alive, and therefore even Shalom Bimkom Mitzvah, 
Behayeha, she's still alive, and therefore is going to be forbidden. Which means, because of your claim, the Torah went out of its way to say, Behayeha, the Arba is always going to be asur, even Shelo bimkom mitzvah. We have Rashi over here. Kol shebehayeha, ishtecha lo tisat achota. Very good. The Gemara says, what are you talking about? Behayah is not coming to tell me Shalom and Kometzvah that the Irvah is Asura. What do you mean? You need Behayah not to come and tell me Shalom and Kometzvah. You need Behayah to come along and say that the wife's sister is only forbidden when, 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 when she's alive. But when one of the sisters die, which means what? <coughs> it, it is permissible. Which means Ahotisha is only no egg. Uh, that's not doing after his wife dies. After his wife dies, he can take his wife's sister. It's only forbidden when, when they're alive. So, yeah, but no, no, no. That, I don't need the for that. The pasuk says, Isha means you're married to an Isha. So when you're married and she's alive, you cannot take her sister. So that we learned that they're both alive. Your wife and the sister. That's how we know alive. So what do I do with the word behayeha? That teaches me that she's still going to be forbidden. The Gemara says, wait. If it's only the pursuit of v'isha and that's coming to teach me why you cannot marry two sisters when they're alive. Oh. I would have thought only when you're marrying them both. Because it says, Ve'isha ilachota. It sounds like only when they are, you're marrying both. However, I would have thought, Nitkar Shasharia. I would have said that, let's say after he divorces his wife, so now it's not Isha ilachota anymore. Maybe it'll be permissible to take his wife's sister. If it was only that pasuk, Ve'isha ilachota, sounds like when you're both taking them in wedlock. But if they are not in wedlock, if you divorced your wife, and now you take the sister, be permissible. Tamud domar. That's what the pasuk has to say. Behayeha. Kol shebehayeha. Which means what? As long as she's alive. So again, even if she got the most permitted. So therefore, I need the word behayeha to come and tell me the rule that as long as she's alive. So I don't know from the word behayeha that shalom bimkom mitzvah the Irvah is going to be Asura. Behayah just teaches me what? That as long as she's alive, even if they're not married, they got divorced, she's going to be forbidden. So therefore, how do I know Shalom bin Kumitzvah, the Irvah is going to be Asura? Ela, the Gemara says, Amar Avuna Bratahlifa, Mishimed Deraba, Tere Kira'e Ketive. Okay, we have two Pesukim that seemingly are contradicting each other regarding Ahot Isha. Kitiv, one pasuk says, Isha el achota lotikah litzror. Which means what? You cannot take um, uh, two, uh, two sisters. They're both going to be asura. And it's mashma. The sisters are going to be asura. And the tzara is also going to be asura. Again, Isha el achota lotikah litzror. That's the sisters. You cannot fall to your boom, as well as the tzarot. Uchtiv. Legalot ervata. Now, legalot ervata is singular. It sounds like what? Dehada mashma. That only one of the two is going to be permitted. 
Make up your mind. Is it the erva and the tzara or just the erva? Haketzat. Bimkom mitzvah shetehem asurot. Beauty. In the case of yibum, it's erva and tzara. Forbidden. Shelo bimkom mitzvah. Only one's going to be forbidden. He asura, meaning the erva, the sister. Tzaratam muteret. Beauty. So we have a new derasha. How do we know that there's a difference between mimkom mitzvah and shelo bimkom mitzvah? Two pasukim. <coughs> One pasuk is mashma. The sister and the tzara are asura. When is that? Bimkom mitzvah, bimkom yibum. Guy dies. He falls to his daughter and the rival wife. Both asura. Or he falls to his wife's sister and, his, and the rival wife. Both asura, asurot. I, the case where we say it's permissible, there wasn't a yibum case. Hanoch. Hanok died, the daughter will be forbidden to the Uven. That's, that doesn't change. Or the wife's sister will be forbidden to the Uven. That doesn't change. But the Tzara of Hanok will be permissible. Very simple. The Gabbara says, wait, who told you to learn like that? Ipuchana. I learned the opposite. Bimkom mitzvah, hi asura v'tzarata muteret, v'shelob bimkom mitzvah shtem asurot. Maybe it's the opposite. Maybe shelob bimkom mitzvah, in the case of Hanok, both the, the sister and the Tzara will be asura, and the Mkomi boom, the Tzara will be permissible. Reverse it. Again, what I says, Imken lo yomar aleha. If that's the case, the Torah did not need to come and tell me aleha. Which means, uh, in the Pasuk of Ahotisha, it says the word aleha. Now, aleha sounds like what? Aleha is coming to tell me, which is a case of yibum. It, why did the pasuk where it came to forbid the tzara and the erva use the word aleha? Obviously to tell me that it's in the scenario of yibum that both of them are asura. If it wasn't in the scenario of yibum, so therefore the pasuk would not have to write aleha in that pasuk. If you read that she, that she says, imken lo yomar aleha, debe lo aleha nami ki kashulan kreadadi, the Aleah is coming to tell me that what? That the Tzara is going to be Asura like the Erva. The Erva, I don't need a Pasuk. The Erva, I know. What's the Aleah coming to say? That even the Tzara is going to be considered like a Erva, and therefore it's going to be forbidden. So therefore, the Gemara is coming along to say, at this point, I know from those two Pesukim, that Bimkom Mitzvah, both are Asura, and Shalom Bimkom Mitzvah, the Erva will remain Asura, and the Tzara will become, will be per- permissible. Okay, very, very good. Good. Beautiful. Now the Gemara comes along and says one more point. How do you know that the word Aleha, which we're learning now, is coming to say Bimkom Yibum, that the Tzara is Asura Bimkom Yibum? Aleha. Aleha is a buzzword for Yibum. And what's the Aleha coming to teach me? Litzror. That when is the Tzara Erva Asura? Aleha Bimkom Yibum. Dilma lehetera. 
maybe we should come along and say that it's coming to be matir, that what? The irva and the tzarab and kometzva. How could that be? The haki kama rahmana. Isha ilahota, right? A wife and her sister. Lotikah litzror. Do not take her. Lohi vedotzarata. Not her and not her tzara. Shilob bimkom aleha. Oh, wow. Shilob bimkom aleha. Meaning, not in a yibum situation. Abad bimkom aleha. Shitehen mutarot. Wow. I don't know how you're learning the Pasuk over here, but let's read Rashi over here. Who told you that's coming to Osedi Tsara? Maybe it's coming to you, but did both. Read it like this. Good. Like put a comma. However, if it's Aleha, it'll be Mutar. Wow. So put like a comma on the pasuk of an aleha, which means maybe learn that the only time that the erva and the tzara is going to be forbidden is outside of the mitzvah. But maybe in the mitzvah, they're both permissible. So again, I guess you have to read the pasuk. Inshallah, However, However, comma. But if it's in the case of Aleah, even in her life when she's alive, it would be permissible. <laughs> Maybe learn like that. That's mutar, not asur. So the Gemara says, So then the Gemara says, You're going to run into a problem over here. What's the problem you're going to run into? Legalot erva dehada echi mashkahatla. Which is how you're going to find the case where it says in the pasuk, legalot ervata. Remember we had a pasuk earlier that there's a case in the Torah that one erva is per- forbidden and the other one is muta. One pasuk said both are asura and one pasuk's mashma, one is asura. Legalot ervata. You'll never have a case. Because once you learn like this, it's all or nothing. Meaning, Exactly. You'll never have a case that you can learn the Torah's word, that one erva is going to be a surah. If it's a mitzvah, erva mitzvah muteret, according to the Sahaba Amina. You have to say, like we learned earlier, when it's bimkom mitzvah, both are a surot. Both the erva and the tzara. Shelob b'mkom mitzvah legalot ervata. The erva's asura, but shelob b'mkom mitzvah, Hanoch's co-wife will be permissible to Reuven. Very, very good. Okay, Rebotei, we continue on Chet Amudbet, and we're starting from the two dots, Gufa. So basically, we learned that um, the erva and the tsara that fall to yibum are both going to be asur to the yabam. Fine. Now the Gemara goes back to something that we mentioned above in the name of Rabbi. Gufa. We learned above in the name of Rabbi. Rabbi Omer. Velakah ulkaha. Viyibem viyibema. 
So he learned from the extra language. Instead of saying that the Yabam took Vilakah, it says Ulkaha. And it says Viyibem. Instead of instead of saying Viyibem, it says Viyibema. So it says a you know like an extra extra language. So it's coming to minimize, which means if it just would have said Viyibem, it just means make your boom to anybody. But here it's the Viyibema. You will make your boom to her. Ota, excluding somebody else. Ulkaha, you will take her, excluding somebody else. So these are two exclusionary terminologies. Again, the word ulkaha is minimizing. He can take her as a yibama as opposed to somebody else. Viyibema, you can make yibum to her, but to the exclusion of somebody else. So what did we learn from there? That B said, le'etzor tsarot va'arayot. <clears throat> the exclusions are the tsarot, the rival wives, and the arayot. Those are the two exclusionary. So the Gemara says, how are you excluding, excluding tsarot from this pasuk? Midet tsarot kiti vehacha? It does not mention anything about tsarot in this pasuk over here. So how do you come and minimize? Ve'od tsarot militsror nafka. Back to the same question. We learned that tsarot are asurot from the pasuk by Ahot Isha. And by Ahot Isha, the Pasuk said the word Litzror. And that's how we learn uh, uh, the Tsarot are Asurot. So we have a double question. Number one, Tsarot are not mentioned in this Pasuk that Abi is quoting. And number two, we learned it already from Litzror. So the Gebarah says, no, Litzror mapik le Rabbi lechid Rabbi Shimon. That word Litzror by Ahot Isha, Rabbi uses it for something else. So we do not have it available to teach us that Sarot Erva are going to be Asura. What does Rabbi do with that Pasuk of Litzror by Ahot Isha? He learns the similar derasha that Rabbi Shimon learned. Now what is Rabbi Shimon's derasha? Well actually the Gemara doesn't tell us. So we're going to have to go and consult with Rashi. So let's see, there's a big Rashi over here. Likhid Rabbi Shimon, Meperek Dalet Achim. So here's the case. Gimel Achim, you have three brothers, Shenayim Mehem Nisuim, Shte Achayot. Two of the three brothers are married to two sisters, O Isha Ubita, Umetu. The two brothers married to the two sisters, <coughs> they died. Venaflu Lefneashilishi. So those two sisters now fall to the third brother. Hare Elu Chotzot Velomityabemot. So Tanakama says he's not allowed to make you boom with them because they're two sisters. He could only make halitza. Which means these two girls have what's called a zika to the third brother. A zika is like a marital connection. So therefore, since they both fought him at the same time and there's a connection to both of them, he cannot make you boom because it's like making you boom on your wife's sister. Because even though he didn't marry them yet, there's a connection that the boom creates automatically. It's called the zika. When the two brothers died, automatically there's a connection between those two girls, those two sisters, and the third brother. And therefore, it's as if there's a marriage there already. So he cannot make you boom because then he would be making you boom to his wife's sister. Vizika vikiksat kedushin. Zika, this connection is like a like a kedushin to a certain degree. 
he's going to make He's basically making Yibum with the sister of a lady that he was that he's almost married to, Zikuka. So therefore, Tanakama says you cannot make Yibum in this case over here. The Zikuka is like the Isha. So you're basically taking your wife's sister. But Tanakama says you have to make Halitza on both both girls. Right, it's not considered, you know, a, a total wife's sister that you don't need anything. She's really, it's not his wife. He's not married to these girls yet. So therefore, although Yibum is not done, but Halitza is done. Rabbi Shimon argues. And Rabbi Shimon poter b'shtehen mina Halitza or mina Yibum. Rabbi Shimon says that you don't need to do anything to these two girls. Not Halitza and not Yibum for How does he learn this from? From the Pasuk Litzron. That when the two sisters become rivals at the same time. When is that? When two sisters fall to the third brother. So the Pasuk is coming along to say, in that case you need nothing. The two sisters became Rival wives to each other, bezika, in the form of a zika that they fell to the third brother. Lo He doesn't do anything. So therefore, he learns from the word litzron, this scenario of two brothers married to two sisters, the brothers die, the two sisters fall to the third guy, to the third brother. This third brother, according to the Bishamon, does nothing. He does not do yibum and does not do halitza. Why? Because that's what the Pasuk is coming to exclude. That when you have two sisters that become tsarot to each other, like in this case over here, they both fell simultaneously to the third brother. The Torah is coming to say that's considered like Ahot Isha, and therefore no Yibum, no Halitza. Oh, so therefore, he does not learn tsarot from the Pasuk of Litzron. That's why he needs this exclusion from this other Pasuk to come along and say, that Sarot are, Sarot Erva is going to be Asura. So the Gemara says, <clears throat> fine, but you didn't answer the first question. Tsara hachakitiv, but it doesn't mention the word Sara in this Pasuk. This Pasuk that you're coming to say, for example, Velakah ulkaha, that you can only take her, but you cannot take another one. Viyibema, you take her, but not another one. It's not referring to Tsarot. It's referring to the actual Yibama herself. Where did you learn Sarot Napasu? Gabara says, Haki Kamar, Imken, which means if the Torah was just coming to tell me about the regular mitzvah of Yibum, Lemakira Velakah. Just say Velakah. My Ulkaha. What does Ulkaha mean? Which is like a double language. The Gabara is going to say, Beautiful Dirash. Where you're able to marry or make you boom on either one, where you can make I can take either the main wife or the second wife, the Sharia. When is your boom a possibility? When I can take either one, when both of them are viable. But if I cannot take both, I cannot take any. So that's how we're learning Tzara, which is Ulkaha. 
only when I have nikuchin, only when I have viable ability to marry or make yibum to both of them. But she'enken, since in this case I cannot make yibum to the erva, I cannot make yibum to the tzara as well. So that's how we're learning the pasuk. Ulkahad is coming to tell me only when I'm able to do both. If you want to read that she, that she says, Dibura matir. If the word ulkaha was just coming to tell me the main girl, the ervab, the ata, my ulkaha, what's that language, ulkaha? Where two girls felt. So it says, ulkaha le'achat. Which means, in the case where you can only take one and not two. If I'm able to take each one, which means each one of the wives are viable for Yibun. Fine. But if I cannot take each one, one of them is Erva. Beautiful. So that teaches me what they're going to be. So it's only going to be permissible when I can take both. But in the case of the erva, I cannot take the erva. So I cannot take the tzara. And now that she comes along and says, Let's say now, uh, there was an erva and a tzara. So I cannot take the erva, so I cannot take the tzara. Tzara becomes forbidden. Now that tzara married another brother. Now, and that brother had another wife. So therefore, and now that brother died, not only is the original tzara going to be asud, but the tzara of the next brother is going to be asud as well. That's called tzarot, tzarotem, because since I cannot take the first tzara, the second one becomes forbidden, because it's only permissible to make you boom if I can do them to both. But if one of them is asura, so then the second one becomes asura as well, and therefore it'll be, it'll be forever. And that tzara goes to the next brother. <coughs> since that tzara is asura, she's osir and... Make the second one asura as well. Ma'aka nafla, the mishinafla lo tzarat erva, me'havarishon, v'nitchita erva me'menu, ne'esra alav olamit. That tzara becomes forbidden forever, mishum eshet ah. When she goes to the second brother, v'lo ishani, he has another brother, another wife, u'met, and he dies, v'chazlev nafla lepnezeh, and he falls to that brother, v'lo karina bezu, sh'nesalav la'ka'elka tarvayu asurim, v'ken na'olam. Basically, that she's just giving an example of here, where let's say Reuven is a brother to Shimon, and uh, Shimon's married to two wives. One of them is an Erva, to Reuven, the other one is a Tzaraf. Okay? Now what happens? Shimon dies. Shimon dies, now what happens? Reuven cannot marry either of them. Why cannot he marry either of them? Because since he cannot marry the Erva, he cannot marry the Tzaraf. That's what we're learning from the word Ulkaha. Only when you can take both of them, are they permissible? But if you cannot take both, you can't take any. Now she continues the case. Now what happened? The tzara, we'll, we'll, we'll call them names. Let's say the names of the of the girls. Tzara is the erva, and Penina is the is the tzara. But Penina now marries a third brother, Levi. Okay, and Levi had a second wife called Hannah. So they have Penina and Hannah. Now Penina was asud already to Reuven because she was the tzara erva. And now what happens? Uh, Levi dies. And now once Levi dies, what happens? The Uven will not be allowed not to make Yibum, not with 
Pinina, uh, because she was the tzara of the irba, and now not even with the tzara of the tzara, which is hana, because once you cannot take one, then both of them become forbidden. However, the Gemara continues and says, V'yibbema, what do we learn from the Pasuk? V'yibbema, bimkom yibumu asira tzara. When is the tzara asura? Only in the case of yibum, shalom bimkom yibum, shariya tzara. But again, not outside of the realm of yibum, a tzara is permissible. For example, let's say that Uven, uh, his daughter marries uh, Hanukh. Okay, and Hanukh has another wife. Fine, now Hanukh dies. So Reuven can marry the second wife of Hanukh. He cannot marry his daughter, but he can marry the second wife. The tzara is only forbidden in a Yibum situation, but not in an outside situation. Now the Gemara comes with the Rabbanan. The Rabbanan that come along and say that all these halachot, they learned from different pesukim. They learned these halachot from the pesuk of Achot Isha. To learn that Erva is Asura and Sara is Asura. They didn't learn it from this Pasuk over here. So what do they do with this Viyibema and this Pasuk of Ulkaha? So Ulkaha, Ulkaha, my Avdile. And the Gemara comes along and says, When the man takes one of the girls for Yibum, it says, Ulkaha, Melamed, She. Unbelievable. <clears throat> that means once a guy takes her as Yibum, Ulkaha is considered his legitimate total wife. To the extent, if now he wants to divorce her, he divorces her with a regular get. You don't think that once you make Yibum with a lady, it's a quasi-marriage. No, it's a full marriage, Ulkaha. It's a regular Likuhin. And therefore, if he wants to get rid of her, he's got to give her a get. And he can take her back. Which is, don't we have a regular that says Mahzid Girushato? If a person has a wife and he divorces her and he wants to take her back before she marries somebody else, it's permissible. The Hadush is even in this case, even though she's his brother's sister, brother's wife, and the only way it was permissible to take this brother's wife was with Yibum, but once this Yibum, she becomes his full fledged wife for all practical purposes. Meaning, if he wants to get rid of her, get. And now if he wants to take her back, he could take her back as a wife outside of Yibum. Because once he divorced her, now there's no Yibum anymore. Hedushim, but since it was his wife, he could marry her back regularly. Now she says over here, Once he made Yibum with her, it's his full fledged wife. Once you marry, you need to get. We don't say, We don't say, You did the mitzvah, you boom. Finished. Now you can't take her back. No. We don't say she goes back to becoming Eshet Ah after you divorced her. Because she is, a, she is by the bottom line, she is or she was uh, his brother's wife. We say, No. Once he took her as a wife, it becomes his regular, full fledged wife like any other lady. And if he divorces, he can take her back like any other wife. That when a lady is taken in Yibum, she becomes Ulkaha, the full-fledged wife of the Yabam. When he wants to get rid of her, get. 
So it's a wife. Wife needs a get. And number two, if he wants to take her back after the get, he can. Even though now when he's taking her back, he's not taking her back as a yibum. We might have said, maybe we only allow eshet ah in a yibum situation. But now we're allowing eshet ah in a return situation. You know why? Because once he took her the first time, she becomes the full-fledged wife. And therefore, he can take her back. V'yibima. Now what is the word v'yibima? Come along and tell us. Yibima, it teaches me al-korha. That the yibum can be made even against the will of the yibama. That yibum is yadam ba'al-korha. She says, shibalea yabam. If the yabam went with the yibama, afidu ba'al-korha, even against the will. Kan'a. It's koneha. What do you mean it's koneha? It's his wife. The yorsha, meaning it's a full-fledged wife. Practical nafkaminot. For example, he will inherit her. Meaning just like a husband inherits his wife. Umetamela. And if he's a kohen, he's allowed to be metamel for his wife. Which means even though the, the yibum was done by force, it doesn't matter. It's a full-fledged Wife, that's what the Yibama comes and teaches. Vidabi. Now, how does Rabbi learn this? Because he learned from the Kahavi Yibama. He learned the laws of Tzarat Irva. So, how does he learn these laws that the rabbis just said? So, he learns the first rule. Because the Pasuk comes up and says, Ulkahalo Leisha. From the word Leisha. Not from the word Ulkaha. Leisha, it's his wife. If it's his wife, he needs a get. If it's his wife, he could take her back. And how does he know Baal Korha? Yavo Aleha. The fact that it says Yavo Aleha, it means even Baal Korha. Okay, Rabotai.